Hey there, it's Pat Miller, the Idea Coach, host of the Pat Miller Show. This show is for small business owners so they can make their business dreams come true. Our slogan is Don't Grow It Alone. And what you're going to hear is a broadcast of our show that's carried in 25 cities around the country. Thanks for tuning into the podcast. Hope you love it. All right, let's go. Broadcasting from the small business capital of America, this is WIIFM Milwaukee, an idea coach station. You're on the small business journey, and sometimes you need a dose of creativity and a helping hand, and that's why we're here. Welcome to the Pat Miller Show, where we build big ideas live without a net so you can turn your small business dreams into reality. You share what you're building, and we will rally to help make it bigger, better, faster, more. And it's not just what will be, we also want to hear your wins, so we can all be reminded that small business success is here for every single entrepreneur that gets clear, works hard, and doesn't quit. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Pat Miller, the Idea Coach. If you want to be a part of the show, man, come on, let's go. Hit up patmillershow.com and reserve your spot today. Something interesting is happening as we try and sell stuff right now. And I think we need to stop the show and talk about it. It's big. I think it's really big. And I think it is something that we need to act on right away. Imagine a stock market chart, right? You can see a stock market chart chart like with the lines going up right lines going up from the bottom left to the top right boop 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 right and then a line going down boop 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 right so you can see those two lines on a chart can you picture that in your head i think the value of time and money have had their lines cross so if we're charting the value of money to people, and we're charting the value of time to people, I think now, maybe not for the first time ever, but certainly right now, the value of time has surpassed the value of money. Why would you say that, Pat? Well, I talk to small business owners every day. Inside the Idea Collective, we're constantly creating programs, building events, and doing things that cost potential clients time and money. And what I'm seeing and what I'm hearing from the people that I talk with is that time is the barrier at the moment. The last few times I put out a sales number, how much is it going to be? $41. There's very little pushback. Because it seems like everything is more expensive right now. People are almost desensitized to how much things cost. We know it's going to cost a fortune. So if you're not raising your rates, uh, you're taking a bath. We're not going to talk about raising rates right now, but it's true. However, if it's $41 and 19 hours a month of their time, that's where they're pushing back. It's very curious It used to be, it makes me sound like I'm a thousand years old, not a thousand years old, I'm half a thousand years old, 
But it used to be price was the thing that people were always hooked up on. Looking for a deal, looking for a discount, wanting half off. Can I get two for one? What if I pay in advance? All that stuff. Now people are really questioning the amount of time they have to put in. I mean, I could pontificate on why that is. I could make up some stuff about it's the pandemic and this, that, and the other thing. And it might be. It's just an observation that I've made coaching people in the Idea Collective, building my own programs as well, that time is really important. So what can we do about it? Well, we can make sure that we're not putting out big, beefy, time-bound programs. Maybe you're putting together more online classes that people do on their own time. Maybe you're helping people through asynchronous communication where people can talk to you when they're ready to talk to you. Maybe you're communicating and coaching via email. Um, maybe you're not doing mastermind groups as often as you used to because they have to sit through everybody else's stuff before they talk to you. There are a lot of different ways we can go about doing whatever it is we're doing. But I really think that that's a thing right now. And here's the scary part or at least the part we should pay attention to. I'm not sure if those lines are ever going to uncross. I guess if the economy totally dumps, the lines would uncross. Sorry, English teachers, I know uncross is not a word. Uh, but it's something to pay attention to. So next time you're putting something together, maybe you lean into the price and be really aware of the time and see how that goes. And with that, it's time to get down to business. We welcome in Ron Nussbaum, who's calling us from North Carolina, which is super cool. So, Ron, it's great to meet you. Everyone needs to know what you do. Tell us who you are, what you do, and how we can help you today. Hey, I'm Ron Nussbaum. I'm the founder and CEO of NutNest, and I help contractors and their customers communicate better. I love that. That's so succinct and so tight. And contractors and customers... Communication is one of the things that can lose you money, slow down jobs. I mean, that's a thing, isn't it? It's a very big thing. After spending over a decade in the construction industry myself, uh, that's where Nutnest was born from. And that's why we're out to solve that problem. That's where 95% of customer complaints come from is a communication breakdown at some point in time. I love that. Okay, great. So what's on your mind? How can we help you today? So I think we struggle with the same thing that a lot of companies struggle with or a lot of startups, and that is getting your name out there and not having that market domination where you're, you're a new product headed out, you're a new company, and not having that brand recognition. I think that's something a lot of people struggle with. We, of course, one of the things I hear all too often when I get on a call with somebody is, hey, we love what you're doing. It's, this is awesome. This is going to solve a problem that we have. But before this call, I didn't even know what Nutnest was or who Ron Newsbaum was. Well, we got to fix that. That's not a thing. We got to make that better. Let's go in stages because you don't need to go from a really smart guy in North Carolina to IBM overnight. So let's define what the next step is because when we're building our own thing, you know, we can dream and have a vision for where we're going, but we want to know what the next big win is. So how would you define success as far as reach and number of customers as the next 
mile marker. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I would say getting over that 100 customers and then getting over that 500 customer uh, area by the end of the year, mm-hmm. that is where our mindset, that's where the goals are headed to. Yeah, I think that's great. Okay, so let's walk through the process that I do with people and this may or may not be effective. So if we want to get to, let's go with 100 right now. We want to find 100 new customers. Let's just pretend that's what it is. So yeah. to get one customer, how many people need to learn about you to generate this many sales meetings to get one customer? So we work backwards. Hey, I got a customer. How many sales meetings did I have to have with different people to close one? How good are you at closing? Uh, I'm pretty good when I get them on a call one-on-one and we're doing a demo. So uh, we're going to close in that 30, 40% right there. Okay, cool. So just using 33% for easy math, we need to get three calls with three customers to get one close, right? If we're at 33%. So if we want to get to three new calls, that means we need to generate 300 leads that can lead to three calls that can lead to one close. You see what I'm doing there? So we got to get to 300 people that know about you. So now we talk about, okay, how do we raise awareness for what you're doing? When someone comes into your pipeline, what is it about Nutnest that makes them go, ooh, ooh, that's pretty intriguing. I want to know more. What is the thing that makes people curious to start the conversation? Uh, I would say that we operate as air traffic control for contractors with their customers. So being able to direct that communication where it needs to go. Uh, We're not an Angie's List. We're not a CRM. We are mainly and primarily a communication platform. And that's the problem that we went out to solve. So we're very specific in what we do and what we want to help our customers accomplish. I love that. So this is the channel. This is the way that you're communicating with the clients from the time they come into your funnel to the time the house is built or the addition is completed, right? That is correct. Okay. So what is the pain point inside the traditional communication cycle? People won't answer the phone. People won't reply to email. My stuff goes to spam. Like what are the things that people complain about with the traditional communication that you make go away? Yeah. So all the stuff that you just talked about, as well as the overwhelming complications that come with all the different channels of communication we have these days. So stuff gets lost and the ball gets dropped all the time because people are overwhelmed with what's coming in. And like you just said, stuff goes to the spam filter. I don't answer my phone. I don't respond to a text message because I'm busy. Uh, And I don't even know exactly what the message is about. Uh, With Nutnest, we make all of that go away by directing that communication to the right person at the company every time. Uh, One of the main problems that we solve is that the person that comes out to somebody's house to begin with, 95% of the stuff that happens after they're out there doing that bid, they're not the right person to talk to. But that's the only number that a homeowner has. So they call that person. Well, that that person or sales reps already on to the next uh, build or the next renovation. They don't have the answers and they're not the person to respond to that. And they'll say, hey, I'm not the person. I'll get back to you. Then they end up, they're busy. They don't get back to that customer. 
what we do is we allow that customer, if they have, say, a scheduling question, they reach out to that person at the company that is in charge of the schedule, and I want to have one call solution. So every time that customer picks up the phone, calls a contractor, they're getting the answer to their question that, that time. Right there, there's no, hey, we're going to call you back because I'm not the right person. We're putting that customer in touch with the right person. And I wonder if a way you could get people's attention with this is to put a calculator on the website that says, how much do you make an hour? Great. How many hours do you waste on the average conversation and communication on a job? 40, 50, 80? All right. Well, if you're making $150 an hour, you're wasting 12 or 15 grand on every customer you're dealing with. Imagine a world and I would play with Nest. Are you playing with Nest right now in the name that you're, when you get a customer, they're brought into the Nest? No, no, but that's the, that was, that's kind of where Nut Nest came from is mm-hmm. that Nest, especially mm-hmm. from a customer perspective is that this is the Nest where their project's at, their home, everything that's happening within there. This is where they can go see exactly what's going on. Uh, yeah. We have built a live feed right in there. So think of like an Instagram or Facebook feed, but for your project that's happening at your house. So as you're going through there, you can see what was the last communication I had. What was some updated pictures? Uh, when somebody come into my house, all that stuff in real time, right within the nut nest app. Yeah, I would, I would lean into those pain points that say, get out of email and get into the nest and have your customers connect with the right person every time and really getting after that super clear benefit of how your app and your your program is helping people get out of the busy overwhelmed overcomplicated communication channels what if you had your own communication channel right on their phone and they were one button press from the right person so and i know you're probably using some of that language already but to go back to the calculator thing If you said, hey, uh, how much are you profiting per hour? Have them put that in. And then I would have a little calculator on the website that that says, on average, we waste five emails and four phone calls and this many text messages and this many job site visits and this many members of your team are uh, bothered unnecessarily. And beep, boop, 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 boop. It kicks out a number that shows them how much waste because – I would imagine if you're talking to a roofer or uh, someone that does siding or someone that builds houses, you want to put the pain point into the units they understand. And waste is a real thing, right? Cost per hour and waste is something they have to plan to make sure they have enough material. So if you use words like that, they might go, oh, I never thought the waste that's in my time before. Yeah, 35% of time on a job site is wasted because of miscommunications where people are either at a job site that's not ready to start, materials aren't there, going back to fit stuff because there was improper communication to start with. So you're definitely on to something right there with having that calculator to be able to spit those numbers out. Yeah, and I love the idea of then going back to them and saying, you know, what if you grew your business 35%? What would happen if you could do an extra job every week? Those kinds of really tangible examples of saying, when you use NutNest, this is what happens. And you want to get after those things that just 
make people mad? Because is there anything worse than sending a proposal and it gets caught in spam? Or texting someone and they won't text you back because it's a landline. Or whatever the thing is, they keep on calling the plumber when they need to be talking to the GC. Or You know what? It's like, come on, people. This is not hard. It's a direct line to the decision maker. Oh, I like that. Which is the benefit to the contractor. And the benefit to the client is you never have to bother the wrong person. You can get answers right away. It's like... Um, uh, answers on demand, right? You're just bringing them so close to the person who can tell them yes or no. Because I've had people in my house doing work like this, and it's annoying because you need an answer, and sometimes it takes days to get to the right person. So I think that could drive great Google reviews. It could drive a higher rate per hour. It could drive down waste. Uh, people would love it. I don't even build things, and I want your app. This sounds amazing. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. What you're talking about is exactly why we exist today, uh, is to, to create that better environment in the construction industry. Because it's not that contractors and builders and home service providers are bad at communication, or they don't want to have anything to do with it. It's just not what they specialize in. Mm -hmm. So breaking those barriers down is what Nutnest is doing to allow that direct line of communication with the right person so that contractor can focus on what they're really, really good at instead of having to focus on answering the phone, not knowing exactly who's calling and giving answers that they might not know if it's true or not. Yeah, uh, we're, we're taking all of that out of the equation and we're making a very smooth transaction and putting some of that control back to the customer. So that customer now... Well, what I've found in the past is that customers won't reach out because they don't want to hear, hey, I'm not the guy or I'll get back to you. But when they know they're reaching out to the right person, they will reach out and ask those questions. So that fire never stops. They mm -hmm. never stop to feel like, oh, the, I, there's bad communication here because now it's in their control. And if they don't reach out and ask, that's on them at that point. To circle back to the beginning, you asked about getting the word out, and I just ran right into benefits and the things that you could be saying. The last thing I'll say is uh, make sure that you're capturing your customer stories and letting the people that are using the app tell the story. So I would then say, uh, wow, Wanda, she's been using our app for 90 days. What's it like before and after using our app? How much time and money have you saved? How much has your stress gone down? And have them say it. Because you can say it till you're blue in the face. People won't believe it as much as if your customers are doing it. And the last thing that I'll say, I would find a couple of leaders in the industry and give them the app. Try and find some people who are willing to try it for you. And all I would say, and I do this all the time, is I'll say, listen, I'm starting a new thing. I want you to use it. It's 100% free. The only thing I ask is that if it's good, you're willing to tell people about it, and I can use you as a testimonial. And if it stinks, you can tell me why it stinks so I can make it better. Almost everyone will do that if they're seeing any value in the benefit of your product. Absolutely. I would agree. I think we have uh, some great alignment on what all minds are thinking, and you have given me some great thoughts as well as stuff that I didn't think about. I really appreciate it. Man, it's my pleasure. Ron Nussbaum, Nut Nest. It sounds great. I want one. I'm not even a contractor. It sounds great. Ron, thanks for coming on the show. I appreciate it. Hey, thanks for having me.
Well, man, I need that. Okay, so we're off to a great start here on the Pat Miller Show. We've got one more guest that's standing by. Wanda Davis is on the air in a few moments, and she's got a challenge for us to try and solve. And that's why we're here, right? That's the sport of this little podcast. So stick around. We'll talk to Wanda next on this episode of the Pat Miller Show. Running a small business is lonely and hard. I mean, we know that, right? But did you know it doesn't have to be? Stop networking and start connecting with other entrepreneurs on the small business journey in the Idea Collective Small Business Incubator. In this exclusive worldwide community, we're sharing information, we're brainstorming together, and we're supporting each other through the highs and the lows of building your small business. Learn more about the group and get the feel of this show 24-7 in your small business. Visit ideacollectiveincubator.com. That's ideacollectiveincubator.com. Remember, it's your dream. Don't grow it alone. Welcome back to the Pat Miller Show, a show built just for you. And isn't it about time? A conversation for small business owners, especially solopreneurs, because we're not building a business. We're building a dream, and we are working together to help you get further down the road. Now, if you want to help us get further down the road so more solopreneurs and small business owners can hear about the show, we could use a little help. And it's not money or anything weird like that. If you like the show, just rate it and review it on iTunes or whatever podcatcher you're using. It sounds like that's not a big deal. It's a big deal. Trust me. So please take a moment and uh, give us a 19-star review. We'd really appreciate it. Also, check us out at patmillershow.com. That is the landing page for the show. And you can subscribe to the podcast there. But you can also step up and be a guest. Because for this show to work, we need to talk to smart business owners like you. So hit up patmillershow.com. And that way you can come on the show real soon. Let's move on. We've got a new friend to meet. Wanda Davis is on the air. Wanda, it's great to see you. Tell everyone who you are, what you do, and then we'll get into how we can help you today. Great. I'm happy to be here. My name is Wanda Davis. So I am an author, a speaker, as well as a coach who helps people discover their gifts and then live through their hearts. Ooh. Dis- say that again. Discover their gifts and... And live through their hearts. Wow. Before you even tell us how we can help you, what do you mean by live through their hearts? Because I really like that line. Uh, It's more understanding more about yourself, Mm -hmm. being able to know, first of all, who you are and, of course, what your dreams are. So let's reiterate that. And then being able to living through your heart. It's more about using that gut instinct. Um, and knowing what's true for you, what's right for you. And again, it's that following, trying to follow your dreams out into the world. I love it. All right. So it sounds great. How can we help you today? Well, uh, my latest project has been a children's book called From Head to Heart. Uh, This has come along in the last couple of years. Essentially, I I wouldn't call it my COVID project. But um, it is being launched at a public book launch just here at the end of August. But um, the idea is my plan is how am I going to get it out there? 
so it's kind of similar to kind of what you were talking to about Ron, mm -hmm. about that promotion piece. But I'm not necessarily looking for the, I want to get the book into as many hands as I can. I'll mm -hmm. tell you a little bit about the book in a second. Um, but the whole idea, there's that speaking part that goes along with it, because that is the part that's going to obviously earn me more money. And, that, and that's the excitement of what I want to be out there doing. <laughs> and that is cool. So that is going to lead into the question that I asked Ron. Because when you write a book, and I'm sure it's fabulous, and I'll have you tell us about it in just a second. Uh, traditionally, we would think, how many copies am I going to sell? And how many people are going to read it? Mm -hmm. But that's not necessarily the goal, it doesn't sound like. We want the book to be popular enough that people want you to speak because that's where the real money and influence yeah. comes. Am I reading that right? Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I can only make so many dollars from each book being sold. And I do want this book is very special. And I feel it should be in as many households and people's hands as I can possibly get it. But the fact is, it's the speaking that's the business part of it. Yeah. Okay. So this is going to be fun. Uh, tell us about the book, Elevator Pitch, go. Okay. From Head to Heart is about a young girl who was bullied. And so really, the it's her journey through the effects of being bullied. Now, what she did, and, and, this, and this can be in terms of any trauma that perhaps a child has been through. So it doesn't necessarily have to be bullying. It could be part of a pandemic or some other PSTD. But the whole idea is she builds an imaginary wall around herself. And she essentially starts living through her head, trying to control everything. Mm -hmm. But then over time, realizing this isn't really working. This isn't really accomplishing anything and I'm not happy but the whole idea then she asks for help so it's that piece of encouraging children and adults because I say this book is for all ages to be able to encourage people to ask for help when they need it to be able to perhaps improve their mental health and being able to move forward with their goals and then the whole idea with helping being able to ask for help um, the young girl in the story, Gwen, um, is in being able to live through her heart. And that's more about also experiencing the vibrancy of life. Mm -hmm. So the idea of having that connection with life and just loving yourself as well as living. All right. I love that. All right. Let's get really tactical here because the book might make a couple of dollars if you sell one. I'm not sure exactly what the profit margin is. If you sell a book, roughly how much are you going to make on it? It all depends on where it's being sold. Fair enough. So if I sell it personally, yeah, maybe I'm making $10 per book. But mm -hmm. if it's being sold by the printer, maybe I'm making $5. If I'm making it, if it's being sold from Amazon, I'm probably only making $1 or $2. All right. So let's just say for discussion's sake, it's $5 of profit per book. Let's just pretend for a second. Yeah. If someone books you to speak, we're talking, you're getting paid, yes, and thousands yeah. and thousands of dollars. I don't want to make you outed here on the air, but it's definitely worth your time and effort because that's where the real money comes when you're speaking. Is that right? Yes. All right. And it all depends whether I'm looking at a nonprofit or a profit as to you know, sliding scale there. Yeah, that's true. I'm just going to jump in here. Oftentimes, nonprofits have more money than God. Bill them. <laughs> Do not give nonprofits a super big break because they normally have a ton of cash. I just had to say that out loud. Okay, so let's say it's a $5 loss if you gave the book away. Yeah. So why not give the book away? 
Why not give the book and away and send out 2,000 copies and instead invert the business on its head and say, listen, um, uh, what was the book called again? It was called uh, From, From Head, head to, heart. to Heart. All right. So you go out to the market and say, listen, uh, I'm launching the From Head to Heart speaking tour, and I need your help to get in front of 10,000 children to stop bullying and improve mental health. And the way I'm going to do it is I'm going to do 20 speaking engagements. And through these 20 speaking engagements, we're going to get in front of 50, or we're going to get in front of 10,000 children and help them with bullying and mental health because we all know that they need it. So here's how you can get involved. Click here. I'll send you a copy of the book. And if you'd like to reserve me for one of these 20 spots in the speaking tour, click here and we'll start the conversation. If we go back to what we talked about with Ron, if you need one speaking gig, makes you 5,000, just making that number up out of thin air, you need to talk to four leads to get that one speaking gig, and you want to do 80 events, right? You need 500, 600-ish leads. Exactly. Great. Those 600 leads could come from giving away 1,000 copies of your book. And that 1,000 copies of your book would cost you $5,000 in lost profit. Big deal. 5000 to make 100000 It's not about the number of book sales you have. It's the number of speaking engagements you give. So then, okay, so now I'm being radio boy. If we create this tour, right, you're going on the from head to heart speaking tour to fight bullying and improve mental health in grade schools across the country. That sounds pretty sexy. And it gives you an idea to say, I'm out there running for office. I'm the person that's going in and doing the dirty work in the grade schools to help these kids out because kids are struggling right now. My book shares all the theories, but I'm going to come host these events. I would consider giving the book away. Mm-hmm. And and that's exactly too. I also have an ebook that's so much easier even to give away. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. So how can we get in front of the decision makers? So if we need to get four or 500, 600 leads, who are the leads that would book you for a speaking gig? Who are the people? Hi, I'm Pat Miller in Wauwatosa, Wisconsin, and I'm this position. And this person is the one that would hire you to speak. What's that job called? Again, it comes down to what organization, whether it's the profit, nonprofit mm-hmm. type of area. You know, if I'm specifically speaking in schools, that's the idea. You know, even then you're getting into different tiers. Am I talking at the teacher level, principal? But really it's like the board level, Mm -hmm. you know, the teaching board that hopefully can actually provide more of the speaking opportunities. Okay. So I would identify which one of those you'd like to run for office on. And it could be administration in schools from Mm -hmm. teachers through superintendents, just what you know, the industry so much better than I do. And I'm trying to come up with an example, but if you're a teacher or a part of administering a school, I want to send you five copies of my ebook or five copies of the book or a copy of my ebook. So you can see what I'm out there doing. And I want you to be a part of my mission to positively impact 10,000 children this fall and then see who bites. And yeah, then I like that. you're out there telling people, um, are you concerned? I mean, like the parents' Facebook groups and the places where these people gather and saying, are you concerned about how your kids are handling life right now? There's a lot going on. 
my book is here to help people with that, and I could use your help because I'm on this mission. It just sounds and feels so much different than, hey, I wrote a book, which is great. Congratulations. I'm not belittling that at all. But I'm thinking about how much it actually costs you to get one speaking gig. And if you can wrap up your speaking gigs into a package that people can enlist into, you may have a chance to book a whole bunch of them all at once. That's a great idea. Love it. All right. So when does the book go live? Um, essentially, it's already live. Oh, it's cool. It's already up there. Oh, yeah. that's, that's great. How long did it take you to write it? You said it was kind of a COVID project? Um, it Actually, it was written very quickly. Mm-hmm. Yes, it had to have a few edits from there. But it was more the illustrations that... Um, Obviously, the art takes a while to put together, and yeah. it was it's beautifully illustrated. Uh, it sounds great. So here's the thing. If you're listening to the Pat Miller Show right now, first of all, thank you. You're beautiful and smell nice. But if you know someone that could use Wanda in the school to talk about this project and this problem that we're all facing, we'll put the contact information inside the show notes so we can hopefully get you some attention and some publicity as well. Wanda Davis, congratulations on writing the book and best of luck on the tour. Thanks for coming on today. Thank you very much. I'm glad to be here. Boy, that was fun. Two really smart entrepreneurs that are building something big and uh, hopefully we helped them out today. I don't know if we did. I I thought we did, but uh, you know, fingers crossed. I want to see Ron software in every construction truck in America. And I want to see Wanda become a best-selling author again with her new book. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Pat Miller Show. So what do you think? If you think this is fun, what could we do for you? What are you working on? How can we build it to be bigger and more impactful? I try to be effective for people, but it's a lot more effective if you're actually here talking to me. So reserve your spot now. Visit patmillershow.com Get your time, and then we come on and we can collaborate together. It'll be a blast. I'm your host, Pat Miller, the Idea Coach, here to help you build your small business dream. Remember, it's your dream. Don't grow it alone. Never knew that I needed a contractor's app, but now I do after talking to Ron Nussbaum of NutNest in North Carolina. Ron, how did this come about? Were you a contractor before you were a communications expert? So... I worked in residential construction for just over a decade. So a little bit of my background is I got out of the Marine Corps, was looking for what was going to be that next step. And I ended up in residential construction. And from there, I worked in every aspect of a company from in the field as a laborer to a foreman, field supervisor, moved into production and operations management, as well as just management and leadership. And then also spent some time in the sales department. And one of the things that I heard all too often was, hey, we love you. We love your guys. We love the work you do. But your communication sucks. <laughs> and that was where Nuts was born from. It, it was born in my mind to solve a problem that I was having. So when I would go out and deal with high-level escalated customers, I wasn't able to do my job, which was to continue to grow the business and develop the future leaders and put the systems in place that would allow us to continue to grow as a residential construction company. And I had to figure out how I could stop doing that. 
so I could do my job. Because mm-hmm. let's face it, the CEO is not going to go out to aggravated customers' houses. So by backtracking and figuring out exactly what were the pain points, how did it end up to where I was at this house, I could track back 95% of that to a singular point where there was a communication breakdown. Where either the customer didn't get the answer they were looking for, the ball got dropped, or the customer didn't even ask the question because they didn't know who to ask. So with that being said, Nutness was born. And now we are fixing that problem for the masses because it's not just something that was specific to where I was working at the time. This is something that plagues the entire industry. 90 90 plus percent of customer complaints in the construction industry stem from communication. And we hear that all too often. And it's a, a problem that it's been looking for a solution for years. We feel that we are that solution. We provide that clarity and that communication and transparency that not only do customers want, but contractors are also looking for. What do your customers say after they make the switch to NutNest? What do they feel when they go from how it's always been done to how you're doing it? So the, the, the all customers, all the contractors, and they're super excited to be able to have it in one place mm-hmm. and not have to worry about checking email, checking text messages, WhatsApp, Facebook messages. We communicate so many different ways these days. And when you're dealing with customers that aren't specific to your industry, most people don't understand the contracting industry. It can really be bogged down even more. So by having that one place, it really excites them. And what really excites them is that now they know their customers are getting their messages and it will be a priority. I deal with a lot of builders that have high-end clients that aren't, they turn off all their notifications on their phone throughout the day. So you can't even get a hold of them. But by that customer having that NutNest app, they know when that comes up. This is something that has to do with my project at my house. This isn't just a random text message or something. This is something I need to respond to, which then allows that communication to happen. So we're seeing not only a lot of happy customers that are homeowners dealing with contractors, we're seeing a lot of contractors being able to focus on what they're really good at. And that's the projects instead of being bogged down with what did Sam say to Jan and what did Jan (laughs) say to Chuck? That got back to Sam. So we'll get rid of all of that. You know, I wanted to make sure that we uh, shine the light on the business during our little interview here. But I do have to circle back because the front page of your website should say your communication sucks. That should be the headline because it came out of you so naturally. And that is the pain point. Your communication sucks and 95% of construction jobs have a problem. You know what I mean? Like you're getting right after the heart of the matter. Don't sell them on the features of the app. Sell them on the problem, and then the app is the solution. And it's something that they all know. And I keep on going back to the idea of how much waste and how much time is burned by all of these things. I just, I love what you're doing. And if someone's listening to the show, I encourage them to reach out. We'll put the link inside the chat. Ron Nussbaum, great to meet you, friend. Best of luck, and thanks for coming on the show. Hey, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. An important book at an important time. 
was written by Wanda Davis, and she came on the air to tell us all about it. So, Wanda, I'm glad to bring you back on. Uh, Is this the first time you've written a book, or have you written something in the past? In the past, I've contributed to books. So I've been one of the authors that wrote the chapter and one of the types of books, and a couple of those have gone bestseller. But um, this is the book that I can say is all mine from head to heart. Yeah. (laughs) When you held it in your hands for the first time, what did that feel like? The sun was shining. (laughs) It was, uh, yeah, it was actually, I received my first box of books on summer solstice 2022. And yeah, it was just, you know, ta-da, the sun's like shining out of the box. So exciting. That is so exciting. So what are you hearing from the children and the parents that have read it? I know it's out in the wild. So are you getting feedback now? Uh, Definitely um, from different parents as well as teachers as well. Uh, Just the whole idea, this is a, this book is a great tool in order to be able to get discussions going, right? So being able to get discussions out about what your feelings may be, whether you've been bullied or not, or whether you've um, seen bullying happen, it helps build the empathy in order to help others. And of course, you know, all these types of skills are what's going to help build emotionally intelligent adults later on in life as well. One of the things I like to do on the show is kind of peek behind the curtain The curtain is what people try and show everyone. We've all seen podcasts and video podcasts where people are like, no, I'm the smartest person on the planet. I never struggle. Well, on this show, the people that come on are already willing to say, I need a hand. So first of all, thank you for that. But I do want to ask a question. In the process of writing the book, did you ever run into a situation where you drafted it and then the next day you came back to it and thought, oh my God, this is terrible. I need to redo the entire thing. Did that ever happen? Like where you felt like you were onto something and then realized, no, I'm not onto something. I need to redo it. Not exactly in that way in terms of redoing it, but actually this book is, it starts off as my story being that little young girl that was bullied. And so it's that putting out my story Mm. out there showing that vulnerability piece, that's the part that was like, oh, can I do it? (laughs) You think this is the book that you wish you had when you were that age? Well, exactly. Yeah, totally. It totally um, would help kids being able to speak up, being able to ask for help when they need it. Yeah. All right. So if you book people to speak for a living, it's on you to click the link that is in the show notes. And you can also uh, order the book from all the different places. Wanda Davis, congratulations. Best of luck with your speaking this fall. And thanks for coming on. I appreciate it. Thank you very much, Pat. Glad to have been, been here. Guests on the Pat Miller Show have agreed prior to appearing that they are receiving consultation and advice that they may or may not use at their own risk. No part of this show should replace accounting, tax, or legal advice.